Can I do an intro? Yeah. Right now? Live from Endor, it's Star Wars Total Rewatch. With your hosts, Cody. Aaron. Isaac. Daniel. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, we want to go ahead and thank Max Rebo and the boys for performing that little tidbit live for us. Give them a big hand. Everybody and welcome back to the Star Wars Total Rewatch, where we are rewatching the entirety of all the Star Wars films, TV shows, and whatnots. That's right. And today we're coming to you live from Endor. That's right. The forest moon, not the gas chamber. No, 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 no. That's right. We're on the forest moon of Endor because today we watch um Ewoks Battle for Endor. Yep, yep. Battle for Endor. And it was quite a battle. What a battle it was. We're doing this uh, slightly out of order. They started making the, the 80s uh, Ewoks droids cartoons a few months before this movie aired. But just for the sake of, I guess, keeping things kind of, I don't know, what, what do you say? Keeping things together. In, yeah, in continuity. Like, yeah, like in their categories. It just, I don't know, I guess we thought it made more sense to just watch these two together and then do the cartoons together. In case anyone's out there, like with a, you know, with a timeline, who's going to be nitpicking us? Well, I'd be slightly disappointed no, you can't. if there wasn't somebody out there. <laughs> oh, hey! Before we get to in the movie, can I tell you some movies that came out that year? Because I made a list again. Sure. Give us some facts. Uh, some movies that came out in 1985: Back to the Future. Wow. Yeah, there are a lot of good ones. The Goonies. The Breakfast Big Club, guys. just basically like a lot of a lot of standard uh, iconic '80s things. Clue. Ah. You mentioned last time a bunch of movies. It really was like a golden age of filmmaking. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is just the next year, mm-hmm. and yeah. And then With, this came. Uh, Rambo, Mad Max, <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome, mm-hmm. Out of Africa, Ooh. Witness, The Black Cauldron. There were a lot of uh, okay. Here's what makes this movie feel like it fits in this year, because you had the Care Bears movie, you had a He-Man movie, <laughs> you had Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer. I mean, Black Cauldron definitely has kind of... These these movies kind of make me think of, like, the Labyrinth, stuff like that. Where There's, yeah, there's a dark edge to these things, even though they're mm-hmm. ostensibly for kids. It's, it's It's fantasy, yeah, and a lot of puppet kind of creatures fantasy is probably a good description like it's not doesn't feel it feels more fantasy than sci-fi very much (laughs) oh yeah like star wars it's not like star wars at all like i don't really and some people would say star wars is kind of more of a fantasy already with the force and all of that sure but but these movies are but it's definitely there's different. a spaceship but apart from that right. this is totally gonna say, a fantasy there's world. Like, and there's like witchcraft and there's weird. like two points that it kind of gives me star wars vibes but beyond that it's kind of a generic fantasy more lord, like yeah. lord of the rings i think than star wars right oh yeah we were saying how the last one was like a ripoff of the hobbit just with Not like really, horses but... and like those, the, <laughs> right. the Urukai running through the woods. And... Yeah, it was like Lord of the Rings, but with blaster rifles. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. 
And there's a witch is one of the main villains, like an actual like magic. Yeah, yeah. Right. we're gonna She's have turning to... into animals. We'll get into that. <laughs> all right, all right. That's that's a that's a big topic you're opening up there. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> can I make my comment? I'm not sure if this is a good time. Sure, sure. General, yeah, sure. general, general comment time. That's how we start. Um, <laughs> with 18 minutes left in the movie, there's two Ewoks swinging back and forth, knocking the bad guys over. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the Ewoks swings off the screen, and there's a tree there, and you see him get, you literally see him get pushed by a human hand <laughs> back That's into amazing. the shot, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I did not so, tell so, that. Somehow I, somehow I caught that, and I rewound it, and I was like, no way, it's literally a human, you, you literally see somebody push them off. So, there's there's my, my one comment that I wrote down, I thought it was pretty funny. That, that's what you got out of the whole movie, was... Uh... <laughs> That sums up the movie right there, yeah. That's what <laughs> I'm I thought. glad you made a note of that. I want to go find it now. Um, I think my thoughts were this movie felt quite a bit more focused compared to the, the last one. Yeah. There's like an actual... They were actually working yeah. towards it. It didn't feel like mini episodes every five, ten minutes or whatever. This movie was actually It had a story. It, it was, was actually was actual There was lasers blasting. They had to sneak around in a castle. There was Ewoks fighting. The last end battle was actually kind of reminding me of some of the Return of the Jedi last battle. <laughs> Maybe probably. Yeah, they definitely, were, they definitely were going for that feel. They I kind of had some of the same traps. But, <laughs> All right, yeah. so Battle for Ender was the sequel to the other Ewok movie, and it's a direct continuation <laughs> of it, of their story. Um, to give a quick recap on what happens in this one, some minor spoilers... Um, Sindel becomes orphaned in the beginning. <laughs> very, and very is... quickly. Sindel's entire family yeah. is killed in, like, the first five minutes of the movie. It's a bit brutal. Oh, my goodness. Um, she then gets taken in by the Ewoks and captured by these marauders, but they escape. They find an old man and a, some little creature that is way too fast. <laughs> um, and then they go on a quest to save the other Ewoks. And uh, they defeat this... There's, like, a witch and... Some I don't know what the creatures are called. Um, they're called Sansians, which um, actually they were in some of the oh they were in the uh, the MMO Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, I think most things were. And so it actually was kind of brutal in the beginning. And apparently, um, there was a parents' discretion warning in the beginning when it first aired to warn people that there was some violent natures in the beginning as well as some distressing. Themes. What a terrible way to start a movie. And I was thinking, this does not take place like very long at all after the first one. It's like they save their parents, and then the whole family gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> like if you watched it back to back, it's like, oh. In so many ways, this just doesn't make sense to me. I was actually mad <laughs> that they made that they did that. Like, that girl has been through enough already. <laughs> She's just, like, so I traumatized. Just, I mean, I'm not, like, trying to like, compare it. It's more of a comparing as a joke a little bit. But, like, you know the Bourne movie, the second one, very shortly into the movie, right. the girl is with, in the whole first movie, they just kill her off so that right. Bourne can go be born. Yeah. That's, like, what they did in this movie, except it's just the girl. <laughs> right. It's just, like, let's just kill the rest of the family because... None of them were good anyway, and we'll keep her because we got to keep somebody. I don't really know why they did that. <laughs> That's a good point, though. It's like, yeah, the Bourne movie, and the the point is, um, from a storytelling perspective, why would you negate everything that happened in the first movie? Yeah. I guess they really wanted a motivating factor to try to, like, really 
shove Sindel on her own and have this little adventure. Yeah, but it makes you not care about the first one anymore. No, I know. Because the, the main point of that movie is, like, doesn't matter anymore. Oh, yeah, I agree. They, they, this is not the way to do it. This just seems like the quickest, easiest route of doing it. I think it should have been a different girl or a different way of having a kid by themselves. Like, they could have done something because separately from being like a storytelling thing just as a kids movie that's kind of a traumatizing thing for kids like you're you're supposed to identify with this child i will give her this though she handled death just as well in this one as she did in the first right (laughs) exactly the character was two two comments not even sad and move on (laughs) my family's all dead (laughs) oh no because you commented in the first one yeah she already seemed Well, it's just the way she delivers the lines. I don't know why they wrote those lines for her, but she's too young to to feel like it's a believable thing that she's saying. I mean, I'm just going to say this. The the writing didn't get any better, and the acting wasn't any better. (laughs) (laughs) But we only had to watch one kid this time instead of... But, like, even the old guy was so... It was so awkward. (laughs) That's true. He was at least as bad as the kids. He might have been better than him. The the creatures were better because they're just kind of like, you know, you don't really have emotion with their face, so, like, you know, it's fine. They're just going to say their lines, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right, and most of their lines are gibberish, but actually Wicked, which surprised me when they started off and Wicket was speaking English yeah. with basic, as it's called in oh, yeah. Star Wars. Basic. Right. At the end of the first one, he had learned a couple of words, but here he's he's conversing. He's learned a lot. He's a smart Ewok. They are smart. They're very resourceful. He is actually very resourceful. She is very useless. I love that. Look at that face. <laughs> How can you not like that face? How can you not love that? Wicket's face is just... Can't go wrong there. He's got his eyes bugging out. He's got these big buck teeth. I think that he's got like some animatronics or something like in his face. Because hmm. there's like a point here at the beginning where he comes up pretty close to the screen and it looks like his eyes are moving. Yeah. And he, his tongue moves, but it's not it's not just a mask like there's right there, there, there are parts of the mask are moving. Right. His mouth moves. And I'm just trying to think because I mean, it's Warwick Davis in there. So. The way that they put these costumes on, like I imagine the mouth is connected to his jaw so that when he moves his mouth, it moves the mouth. But then the way the eyes move, hmm. where they'll have uh, somebody off screen controlling, like remote control parts of the character. Yeah, I mean, their faces didn't really seem to show that much emotion. And I mean, if they did use it, they didn't use it a whole lot. No, but the other, the other Ewoks, I don't think have that. Wicked specifically because he's the main one oh. has a little bit more expression to him okay what's just interesting to me about that is that this movie had a decently high production value <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> which is kind of what i was saying with the first one too but this one really did like there's like explosions and i don't know the yeah. effects are a lot better there's some serious pyrotechnics going on yeah if you ignore if you ignore the dialogue and some of the acting stuff like it just it looks like a real movie oh yeah it doesn't feel too far off from the actual Star Wars trilogy, production-wise. Yeah, in the beginning, like there was a few tracking shots, like through the battle that was going on when the Marauders first attacked the Ewok village. Sure. That just made me think that, like, wow, this is actually not not that bad of a shot. Well, this was clearly, even though it was very dark and bleak in the beginning and had some brutal moments, it was obviously a kids' movie. 
Yeah, other than that, the rest of it felt like a pretty normal kids movie. It didn't seem to stray too far into like super kids. There were, there was a few scenes where they had like some slapstick humor or some funny thing that would happen. Less than the first one. This one definitely had a more serious tone. I actually really liked it. <laughs> yeah. I agree that it's, you know, like for kids, but like the the bad guys were so creepy oh, and yeah. there's just like this random really creepy stuff in it, you know. Oh yeah. I really liked these aliens, the bad guys that they are fighting. I and especially the main leader. He's super cool. Terrock. Yeah, he was pretty cool. He could be like a cool bounty hunter or something, I feel like. I wondered why they were here. Are they native to Endor? They are not. It didn't feel like it. Hmm. I mean, like they've got like some technology, but they definitely do not do well in the forest, <laughs> which Endor is known best for. Yep. <laughs> but if they weren't from here, why do they not understand what a ship is? The reason they attacked the Ewoks at the beginning was because of Sindel's family's, uh, was it Star Cruiser? Yep. That had crashed. And they wanted the power cell from the engine because somehow they knew that it contained some power but they like they didn't understand what it was or how to use it so if they came from space like has it been generations and they've forgotten how that worked or i don't know like what what did it say about them Cody? yeah so basically he was the leader of the marauders it was like some criminal space pirate thing but then they crash landed on endor and they were he was looking for a way to get off the planet but I guess it would, they'd been there for a while, and they're not exactly the most smartest, so... Yeah, they definitely don't seem very smart, and, and they totally felt like they were some washed-up gang. <laughs> I mean, they were pretty good in the beginning, but towards the end, yeah, they just... That's true. That's true. At times, they were good, at, and at other convenient times, they weren't. Exactly. They, they became a little bit more like uh, bumbling villains toward the end, and I felt like they started running into each other, and... Oh yeah. Right. So the 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 claymation lizards that they that the marauders use, cool. um, they're they're totally in the new Mandalorian. Really nice. Because somebody posted the leaked uh, Mandalorian trailer. Mm-hmm. They, there's a shot of him riding one of those things. Oh, that's awesome. That is really cool. I like that they can go back to these relatively unknown bits of Star Wars. Like you're talking about how that some of these characters have shown up in the games or mm-hmm. whatever. Some of the creatures, I think, have been pretty cool. And then, they, and then other times they just have horses, which is... <laughs> right. I feel like the design team for the original trilogy was behind this whole project. Um, I think a lot of the same people, yeah. But then probably budget issues forced them to use things like just real horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't really get... like Some of that stuff just seems so... Not Star Wars. It feels like, so out of place. Yeah, I guess don't really get what like they, there was three movies before this. Like people kind of know what it, Star Wars is about. It's not like there were ever magic or horses in the other ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of weird why they did that in this. So apparently, Lucas went on record. Is he talking about the Ewoks movies? He said we made two and we're going to do a third, but they became very expensive to make. Yeah. Okay. So they, they liked them, but maybe they weren't making enough back from them to be worth it. I just want to know why we got Ewok movies, but we never got Gungan movies. That's all I want to know. <laughs> oh, man. The, the lizards that the Marauders that riding. use. Yeah. So I finally found out what the name of those were. Okay. They're called 
Blurgs. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name. That is so fitting. <laughs> I mean, it's better than a... What was in the other movie? Like a, a bear wolf or something mm. like that? Yeah, boar wolf. <laughs> so it's better than that, but Yeah, but, sure. the, but these are... They show up a lot in a lot of canon stuff. They're like in the Clone Wars TV show, apparently. They're pretty cool. And they were actually in Republic okay. Commando, but I get cut, cut out at one point. They didn't but... want a Blurg in there? But yeah, then the Marauders capture Sindel and Wicket and a few other Ewoks and throw them into some cage cart thing. And what, yeah, and Wicked and Sindel escape because they are small enough to fit through the, the hole in the, what, uh, whatever that cart the is. Cart, you know, yeah. They escape and I guess plan to come back and find the other Ewoks later. First, they're like running for their life because these guys are chasing them. They climb up a mountain and then they <laughs> go into a cave and there's some kind of monster in the cave. Like these guys just cannot catch a break. It was, it was a pterodactyl. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the Hobbit again. Yeah. But I love this. So they're in this cave up on a mountain. And the first thing Wicked starts to do is freaking build a glider. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because they were, they were trapped in the cave. I knew that was coming. But yeah, but yeah. he's, like you said, he's smart. He can put stuff together. He built that whole glider. <laughs> I know. I love it. Instantly glider. They're so resourceful. And what does Sindel do? She takes a nap. <laughs> She's a little girl. <laughs> Wicket's a little boy. But no way. maybe Ewoks live for hundreds of years. Maybe he's maybe a child Ewok is like They just age differently. We don't know. He's an old pro, obviously. Look at this. Yeah. So that pterodactyl monster though was another great uh, stop motion monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it carries Sindel away out the, <laughs> out the, out the cave. Technically. <laughs> To, to be specific, it carries claymation Sindel away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was she, was she also? I didn't notice. Yes, very much so. But uh, but Wicket chases it on his hang glider. Now he he engineered this thing really well because it's fast. He gains on that thing so Look, quick. It's a good glider. Oh yeah. All of a sudden he takes a rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he takes these rocks. But like those are some big rocks. No, I know. He's got beat. so much weight. They, they do that in, the, uh, in Return of the Jedi, too. That's a good point. So those are some good aerodynamics to be flying. It's with. a common thing mm -hmm. to do. Is you always bring rocks just in case you gotta drop them on someone's head. Sure. Well, you know, and, and that way you can you can drop them to go higher. Right, like yeah. a hot, hot air, air balloon style. Yeah. That's exactly how right. gliders work. That's how gliders work, exactly. <laughs> if, you're, if you're going gliding with an Ewok and you didn't bring any rocks, they would think you were just... They would just say, yub yub. <laughs> It would be it would be like the most condescending yub yub you've ever heard. Yub nub. <laughs> anyway, they are fine. They escape. Yeah, moving on. So now they're in the woods, and they meet this little uh, leprechaun, Bugs Bunny, whatever you call him. Teak, and he's very fast. Yeah, he just moves like yeah. a, he's the Flash. Yeah, he moves like the Flash. They should have just sent him to rescue the Ewoks. Yeah. and this movie would have been over in five minutes. I feel like he's really overpowered. Yeah, he probably easily could have single-handedly taken out all those Marauders. He'd be like a Quicksilver in the, that one uh, X-Men. I actually like this character, though. I think he's funny. Mm -hmm. And he's he's also semi-intelligent, like the Ewoks are. That yeah. kind of makes me wonder what species he is, too. He's the only one of his kind, as far as we see. Well, mm -hmm. according to Wikipedia, the species name is Teak. And um, he they apparently are native to Endor. And is his name also Teak? Yes. His name was Teak, and he was a member of the Teak species. It'd be like calling Wicket 
Ewok. All right, thank you, human, for sharing that. <laughs> they go and discover a random house in the forest, and it's that old guy, Noah. The actor's Wilford Brimley, and uh, he's actually been in a lot of movies. Not one of his better performances. I don't think I've seen most of what he's in. I think it's just the writing, though. The writing was just, like, very awkward. No, but his... I don't know. His acting, though, was pretty bad. He was trying to sound like a grumpy old man who, you know, he had a nice, he had a good heart, though. Yeah, and I didn't buy it even a little bit. <laughs> I wrote some of his lines down because they were kind of hilarious. Right. Look, you've been messing with my stuff. <laughs> and uh, he says, I told you I don't want no strangers around this place. And look what you've done. You brought him here. It's just the way he, yeah, the writing is horrible, though. <laughs> that's a good delivery, too, Aaron. That's pretty much what it sounds like. It made me think of just somebody on the crew, like, brought in their dad or grandpa <laughs> and we... had him read the lines. We could have acted to the quality of all these actors. It felt like generic old country man. Yeah, it was pretty generic. Like, don't you go giving that food to those... Little beggars. Oh, yeah, little beggars. Oh, I, I finally found out what, how I know who Wilford Brimley is. He was the guy who said diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> he is in these infomercials. That's his claim to fame. And wow. a close second is Ewok's Battle for Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, he, he felt like he kept flip-flopping back and forth between being a nice guy and being a... Old grumpy man. Yeah. But in the end, he was a good guy and he helped him out. So he'd been here alone so long, too. He just needed somebody to care about. And Sindel needed someone to take care of her now. So they made a good team. Mm -hmm. They're both human. Yep. That's a plus. They're both human. I like this character, though, Noah. His lines and his acting is kind of bad, but there was like one scene where he's talking about how he got here. That, that made me kind of sympathize. It was just an interesting story. It was like him and his friend, and they were young, and they were going to go take on the galaxy, and then they mm -hmm. immediately crash land on Endor. <laughs> right. And uh, mm -hmm. his friend goes off to search for another power supply and never comes back. Yep. And we find out later his friend got captured and killed by the Marauders. Yeah. Which tells you how long they've been there. I just thought that was interesting. It's like, this is never the place he wanted to be. Hmm. You can kind of just feel that in the whole character a little bit. At least in that uh, scene, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There, were, there was some good stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of telling about his story and uh, Sindel uh, sang that song about a star that her yeah. mom taught her. Mm. I liked that scene. I thought that was There's nice. There's some pretty touching moments in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, like, nicely but yells at them, invites them inside. He doesn't want to seem too friendly, come on. Yeah, but while we're there, Sindel has PTSD and has that nightmare scene. Oh, yeah. Where she wakes up and yeah. there's a whole bunch of marauders there and the one marauder king jumps out of the bed. That was creepy. She's definitely traumatized. Yeah. But um, apparently in this, this scene where she goes to the bed and it's one of the, the king guy who's in the bed, apparently that scene was cut out in... Was either the DVD release or something? Really? Which one it was? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ki kids don't need that. That's a pretty intense movie. Um, there is that witch though that works for this guy. Should we talk about um, the witch? Oh this boy, a segment about the witch. Yeah, so let's talk about the witch. And her name is Charal or Charal. I'm not sure how. Yeah, so we find out the witch that she's not like working with them she's working for the king yeah but then she like is completely fine to keep working for him she seemed to get a little more complex as it went mm -hmm. 
like she seemed like just the villain, but later on in the movie, yeah, she doesn't seem to really want to be working for these guys. And then she gets arrested and thrown in the same uh, dungeon or whatever as ever as the Ewoks and Sindel. Yeah, and and there they like talk a little bit, and it kind of seems like she's gonna be good, and then she's like, "Hey, let me out!" And Wicked's about to let her out, and Sindel's like. No, <laughs> just a hard, a hard yeah, no. Yeah, we jump, just... we jump forward here a little bit, but, but yeah, that was a bit brutal on Sindel's part. <laughs> like she gets duped earlier in the movie by just the most gullible <laughs> right. thing, but then just no. I guess it was by her, so she remembered. She's learned her lesson. That's fair. She remembered. Sindel never forgets. <laughs> right. I mean, if this lady was gonna help him, she wasn't gonna become a good guy. She was just sort of seems out. For herself. Well, I am very curious who this person is because she looks human. She looks human, but she doesn't really seem to know anything about technology. So where did she come from? Her whole character to me is just not Star Wars. <laughs> right. She feels like she's yeah, right out of a different movie. Uh, there's also some uh some legends or or less canon than that where she's one of the night sisters. Yep. So yeah, so her magic seems to come from a ring, some kind of magic ring, and that's not really explained. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about the night sisters. But I like the idea of people using the force unconventionally, and maybe that ring is some mm-hmm. kind of like force crystal or something. You know what I mean? She has like transformation power, which she uses usually to turn into a crow yeah. uh but she lures cinda out of noah's house by transforming into some kind of fairy angel and her horse magically appears as a white unicorn looking horse yeah it doesn't doesn't have the horn but it it has that feel to it yeah some kind of illusion powers that she has mm-hmm. trying to get a, a read on exactly what her limits are with that <laughs> magic ring it can do whatever the plot requires because there's a later point when what's the bad guy's name the king hmm. Terak. it's like he doesn't trust her but he wants her to chase the ewoks and so she turns into a crow and then the king takes the ring off of the crow so that she can't turn back. I like that. I wonder if he does that a lot yeah. to kind of keep some control over Yeah, and he puts it on a chain around his neck. I like that idea. Yeah. But yeah, I like that she didn't know how their uh, how their power cell worked either. Because mm-hmm. again, at first I thought she was kind of like just working everybody, you know, like for her own ends to try to get this thing, but it turns out, no, she has no idea what it is. <laughs> she just knows it's some kind of power and wants to get it just like the other guy does. And I, and he's having her try to use her magic on the power cell. So I, <laughs> right. he doesn't know right. how it works, which is no. strange. So the reason that they want the power cell, they don't really get into it too much, but he's got some kind of blueprint of like, of a spaceship. I thought, which I that think was from uh, uh, Noah's yeah, which would have come from friend. Noah's friend. Yeah, that I mean, this is the this is the only thing that they know about the technology. Yeah, but like they know how magic works, and so they're assuming this thing is 
what they saw it do, like coming out of the. But out they of the also sky. have blaster rifle. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't like, add up. They also came from outer space. Yeah, they're very, oh. they're very confused. A little bit I stupid. F- yeah. I forgot that they had blasters. My only, my only theory is that they're all actually really dumb, <laughs> which I think we agree. <laughs> and they had one leader, and he must have died in the crash. And he was the only one who knew anything. It makes me think of the Vorcha from Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the way they talked about the power source, too, it was almost like it was magic, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't yeah. even, they don't even, they don't, when they talk about it, they don't know what it's really doing. They're just like, we want to unlock its power. Like, what? <laughs> right. They don't even know what it's for. They know it's the power of the stars, yep. and they say, we we want that, but they don't know. Right. They don't actually more. know more than that, yeah. What is it? Uh, indistinguishable from magic? If you have uh, advanced technology? Sure. Yeah, like, if, right. like, I'm trying to imagine what we might discover and just have no understanding of it, you know, if it was something from the future yep, or exactly or whatever. and if you think about it that way i kind of like this whole thing <laughs> but they're they're a whole uh misunderstanding of uh mm-hmm. how this power source works so they perhaps her go get sindel because they're like yep she must be the only one that knows how to do it and she has no idea but like come on like how doesn't she know anything she doesn't she really doesn't know anything well, no she's a little kid but it's their best it's their best lead <laughs> and they're telling Sindel make this thing work and she's just looking at them like what what do you want me I don't to even know do what this I'm is. a kid <laughs> yeah but uh Cheryl uses her powers to lure Sindel away from Noah's cabin I guess and right. then kidnaps her and brings her to the castle that apparently the marauders have I don't know <laughs> if they built the castle or if they just found it right and, and if they found it who builds castles on Endor? I don't know. Right, but then we see Noah get suited up, and like, there's this long action shot of him like putting on these raincoat and like grabbing his gun and getting his bag and like <laughs> clipping the buckles, and he's just getting all ready to go save Sindel. I thought it was mildly amusing. Yeah, it's pretty great. I like that. I thought he was gonna actually get out a lightsaber or something for a minute. I had hopes. <laughs> That would have been cool. But right, he's he's putting all his gear on, and they've got like pretty familiar backpack clips clipping together right. <laughs> <laughs> for like his jacket and stuff. Just the good old standard plastic clips that everybody's seen before. Yeah, that's a, that's hilarious. Well, it's clearly just the best way <laughs> to make that uh, technology work, wow. and every galaxy yeah. has discovered well, they it. They got those in Star Wars, too. Wow. Great. It's like, it's like having the wheel. Right, right. There just mm-hmm. isn't any better way to do that. Make those clips. That's the <laughs> most advanced we're ever going to get with it. <laughs> yeah, so Noah and... Teak and Wicket go to the castle, and they work on sneaking their way through the castle to go bust out the Ewoks and Sindel and some crazy stealth mission Staging now. Staging a jailbreak. Ocean's Eleven heist. Pretty much. <laughs> they should have had, like, a scene where they, uh, where they roll out their plans on a table first, and, uh, like, where you're, you're, you're seeing what they're going to do, here's how our plan <laughs> is gonna f- play it's, out. It's not a very elaborate plan. Mm, no. They it's climb not. up a wall. Take out some guards. At one point, they uh, are disguised by by uh, Wicked right. standing on like the guy's shoulders, and they have a big cloak over them. It's pretty Classic. bad disguise. So the aliens here 
feel kind of stupid like it like we were saying it definitely changes but what i kind of liked about them like they are terrible at guarding this castle (laughs) but the castle is totally crap and honestly i think they've all been here so long they don't even care anymore yeah yeah it's like who's gonna attack them here there's nobody else on this place like they basically with that cloak over them they just kind of walked through the room and nobody really was paying attention no right (laughs) but they they made good use of uh teak's um flash speed running abilities to to sneak around and grab some stuff yeah some (laughs) i think he could have done a little more oh he could have done everything but that would have been (laughs) yeah he's like trying to steal the jailer's keys but the jailer yeah. sits on his hand, and he's like, oh, no, he sat on my hand. I can't believe it. And he doesn't see him. They're busy playing cards. <laughs> yeah. But just that he's stuck there. Stuck. You think he... Can't he just zip out of it? Right. And then we see this amazing play by Teak where he sneaks a card up the sleeve of the jailer while he's playing cards. And so the other guy that the jailer is playing against thinks that the guard was cheating and so they pull blasters on each other and shoot each other. They shoot each other, yeah. <laughs> Which was pretty funny. I actually. loved that. It was. It was <laughs> great. They they're, they're just like these... I don't know. <laughs> no. They're both dead. Uh, yeah, and then they... Uh... Blow a hole in the wall with uh, something Noah had, and they... so so Noah uses a explosive charge on the wall. It's exactly the same thing that they used to blow up the shield generator um, in mm. Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, that's great. There's certain things that you're like, oh right, it's Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that maybe is kind of cool because I don't know, maybe they're like saying those were just left around and he found one. Maybe it's just a common explosive device. Right. At least it's something familiar. <laughs> yeah, the same technology is is around. People are using mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Anyway, they blow a hole in the wall and the Ewoks all zipline out of there yeah. and the bad guys try to zipline after them, but they all like fall down on the line and fall in the moat. Right. But the part I love about this is when the king comes in because the, the, the zipline's still hanging. Yeah, but like the there's the three guards that are like trying to climb up out of the moat, <laughs> but the king's walking through and he just cuts the line because he didn't want it in his way, and you just hear them fall yeah. into the water. <laughs> Those guys they were so uh, intimidating at the beginning of the movie, and now they're now they're just kind of uh, funny. We should probably mention the fact that when they were rescuing Sindel, Sindel shows Noah the power cell, and he realizes that he can use the power cell to power his ship. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We didn't connect those dots. Right. Yeah, his ship booting up was kind of cool. His ship is awesome. His ship is actually what I would picture a star cruiser, and it's got guns on it. He doesn't really say what they were doing in space. Every Star Wars ship has. Guns. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well. it, to me, it seems like him and his friend are just like, let's go explore the galaxy, and somehow they have like this sweet ship with guns all over it. <laughs> yeah, like the ships we usually see in Star Wars are kind of made for fighting, military, you know, and. So that doesn't mean every ship has that. Right. Just like most of the cars we drive around in aren't built like tanks. Yes. They should be, though. Can you imagine if they were, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all the uh, marauders gather forces and they charge after them to the ship. And the Ewoks mount a crazy defense. And they magically have all these bows and arrows. They and built those air. bows and arrows. That they, They're so resourceful. I know. They're, they're just... All ready to go. But it's very no reminiscent of the end of Return of the Jedi. Like yep. they are, they are warriors. You know, they carry yeah. spears around. 
So there must be something on the on the planet that they have had to defend themselves. They're basically using guerrilla warfare tactics, which makes me wonder why they needed to learn how to do this stuff. <laughs> like, they're really good at it. We've seen Ewoks very few times, and they're always fighting guerrilla style. Where'd they learn how to do this? Instinct. Well, right. It would have to be some sort of instinctual thing, but there would have to be a reason for them to develop that. Endor is a very hostile planet. Right. That's what I'm wondering. What else is out there? It is. Even if they weren't fighting other armies, we've seen plenty of dinosaurs and monsters they've had to... Yeah. But are there, like, other Ewok factions, you know, that they war against each other? Maybe. I want to see a new Ewok movie about that. Ewoks (laughs) killing Ewoks. Ugh. Now, I thought it was interesting, earlier in the movie, Wicket falls into a trap that the old man set around Ooh, his yeah. ship. He set a bunch of these traps, allegedly, mm-hmm. and he gets caught up by one. It's just a rope that grabs Wicket's leg and pulls him up in the air. And it happens again in the final battle, but the comment the old man makes to Wicket and the girl earlier is something like, what are you guys doing out here? I have much more dangerous traps all over the place out here. And you never see any more of those. Right. People are running all over the place. <laughs> well, you do, though, because remember when the Ewoks let loose those tiny little logs that roll down the hill? That was one of his deadly traps? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not impressed. (laughs) Like when they rolled those logs, like half of them were like falling over instantly. Yeah. (laughs) They're like going all around one of the guys. Yeah. Like, what? (laughs) Doesn't get it at all. Is that it? And then like the other guys like turn around and run away. And the Ewoks cheer. Uh, terrible. They're terrible <laughs> traps. I am going to say, these guys don't like force at all. <laughs> I know. I did say that before. They're not made for this planet. Nope. <laughs> They're just walking through, and they are just destroying every tree that's even remotely close. Like, even if it's not in the way, they're Getting just... Getting stuck yeah. in everything. Yeah. It's like they're purposely running into it. They're 100%. <laughs> Yeah, so Wicked goes gets stuck in another snare, yep. and one of the Ewoks catapults himself onto the bad guy. Save him, because they're going to shoot him. When they showed that catapult, I was just waiting for one of the Ewoks to go on. Right, gotta do it. But yeah, Sindel, worried for Wicked, runs out of the ship where she was safe and hiding, and runs in through the battlefield to go save Wicked. To go yell at Wicked, basically, because she can't do yeah, anything. Yeah, pretty much. She almost got shot though. That guy was gonna shoot her. It was. I was nervous for a second. Well, she gets captured by the the king then. Oh yeah. He's got a sword to her. So that's what happens next. That's pretty intense. Is the king picks up Sindel, holding her hostage. He's like the last one. All of his uh, gang members are gone. Either they're dead or they ran away. I think most of them ran away. Those traps weren't very deadly. Oh, yeah, and he demands the power source in exchange for Sindel. So Noah had his ship all powered up, but he just brings in the power source, which I thought was pretty noble of him. You know, Heroic. He's definitely yeah. got his priorities in and, order. Yeah. And not only that, but he sets it down and goes, let her go, and we'll fight over this. Right. <laughs> you can fight me for it. I'll fight you for it. <laughs> and he's like, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's like, I mean, he's got a sword. <laughs> There's this old guy in front of him with a, a staff. Right. It's pretty obvious he's going to win. But little did you know, Noah's been spending all the time he's been stuck You're here training. Fine. He's full of surprises. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the, that old guy is a, a pretty good fighter. He's better than I expected. Right. Yeah, we see this epic duel where 
Noah just blocking hits from the sword with his wooden staff. That is what epic duels need. But he doesn't really he doesn't really win the fight, right? No. The guy ends up getting destroyed by the, the magic ring. Well, Teak jumps on his head, too. It wasn't really a fair fight. <laughs> I kept wondering why it was a fair fight. I'm like, why aren't the Ewoks just intervening right. to stop him? It's like, do you really care about letting this play out? Yeah, so... Sindel asks Wicket to finally do something. Wicket does a slingshot move. And it somehow activates it, and it turns the guy into, like, an ash statue. That felt felt like uh, an Indiana Jones villain ending. No, it it totally reminded me of, like, um, Ark of the Covenant-style death scene there. Yeah, that was an interesting end for this, the villain. Kind of, kind of a, a pitiful way to go. No, but it's uh, that's that's the power that he's been seeking this whole movie, and it destroys him. Like that's the uh, the irony of it is pretty good. Oh, I kind of yeah. yeah, I kind of yeah. thought it wasn't because that yeah. was that was like the witch's ring, which he was trying to control her. And you're right, he was also always trying to seek power. This power source, and, like, yep. kind of foolishly, you know, didn't really know what he was doing, but in the end, it got the best of him. Yep, and the then the witch is stuck as a raven forever. Right. Yeah, I like that they kind of showed her. It was like she like watched him die. You know. Did she just fly away. Yeah. Yeah, she just flies off somewhere. I feel like there's got to still be some power in that ring. Like it's yeah. still glowing. Oh, yeah. Well, it became one of the infinity stones. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> but um, they did it. They saved the day, and then finally Noah and Sindel leave Endor forever to their fate. And yep. they leave all the Ewoks and Teak. And the Ewoks wave goodbye from a mountaintop. They don't leave forever. Sindel says she's going to come back. She does say she'll come and visit him. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Maybe. If they had made a third movie, you know. Yeah. I was, I was looking at the uh, Wikipedia page about it. Uh, there's some uh, non-canon ways that they've continued these stories. I guess Sindel shows up in a novel somewhere as a reporter on a Coruscant. Huh. Great. Yep. Uh, in the book Tyrant's Test from mid-90s. Oh, also, there was a rumor going around a year or two ago that uh, she is Captain Phasma. Okay. Wait. No. Huh? Yeah, that adds up. I would love to see that story. So you can take that for what it's worth. Wicked's face is really hard to read. Like, what's he thinking? Yeah, is he sad, or is he happy, or is he just kind of indifferent? Is he constipated? <laughs> we don't really know. The fur costumes? I don't know. <laughs> is Warwick Davis just sweating buckets right now? <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> yeah. He's, is he wondering, can I take this thing off yet? <laughs> right. Sindel just, uh, just tears rolling down her cheeks. Yep. What a sad kid. Like, even though they got saved and they're able to get off Endor, it's like she has to leave the only family she, like, has <laughs> left. The Ewoks. To go with Santa Claus. Yeah. I kind of, I do, I feel bad for her now, too. Do you think she could have just stayed with the Ewoks and been raised by them? Probably. So I kind of wondered, like, she was pretty young that I think she would have been totally fine living with the Ewoks forever. Yeah, I feel like that was a bad move on her part. <laughs> like, where are they going to go now? I mean, right, where are they going to go? What's, this guy's washed up. He doesn't even know where to go. People don't land on Endor very often. He's been here for ages. Like, if she did stay with them, that would probably just be her 
her life is living with these. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm Which saying. Maybe I think she'd be would have been totally okay. fine with that. She seemed to have more of a connection with the Ewoks than with humans. And you could tell by her reactions to her family dying. Yeah, she wasn't too broken up about it. I mean, Wicked it was her best friend. They say it multiple times. I mean, the movie, I didn't think it was that bad. No, I like this one. Yeah. It was, yeah, it there was, was parts yeah. that I enjoyed. There were some parts that slugged on a little bit, but overall, I mean... Better than the first one, except what happens to Sindel's family and made me mad. <laughs> but... Otherwise, it was good. I like. But if you ignore the first one, then it doesn't. The beginning doesn't feel quite as bad. Right. If you didn't know those characters. Yeah. And this one wrapped up pretty well, so I'm not sure how yeah. they were gonna. If they were just gonna have some different humans, or if it was just all gonna be Ewoks for the third one, but we'll never they know. Could have, they would have figured. She something comes out. back. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Right. She probably comes back. Oh and... yeah. Yeah. The ship is flying away, and then it blows up, and Noah dies, and then and she crashes. <laughs> the ship immediately gets. It doesn't have up. to. <laughs> <laughs> or she comes back and visits, like she said. <laughs> well, I think it wow, blows. It, it doesn't blow up. But... It immediately crash lands on top of all the Ewoks. <laughs> oh gosh! That would open. Terrible. Uh, all right, whatever. We well, coming coming up next. Uh, we'll be getting into uh, the cartoons. So right, we're we're done with these uh, Ewok movies, but that's not it for Ewoks yet because we still have two seasons of an Ewok cartoon show to watch, as well yeah. as um, a season of Droids, which aired concurrently with the first season of Ewok. So we haven't really actually decided how what order we're going to do those in, but we'll coming next will be either Droids or Ewoks. <laughs> we need like a tagline to end with. That's all, folks. Oh, no, wait, that's... That one's taken. Stay tuned for May that. May the force be with you. So much for that. That's <laughs> so, so much. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So much for that. Bye. Bye.